back to another episode of In Jessica's Corner, where I'm your host, Jessica, serving up honesty, transparency, and an open invitation to keep it real, raw, and uncut. While a marketer by profession, I understand the need of genuine interactions. So as I would position your brand for greatness, It's my goal that this podcast positions my listeners to soar beyond the limitations placed on their lives, honestly take a look in the mirror of self-reflection, and journey through the process of redevelopment as I continue to do the same. Thank you so much for listening. I hope that you enjoy. All right, guys. So today's episode is going to be entitled Marriage Versus Myself. Um, So I know that some of my listeners are in fact married, but I know that a lot of them are not. And I get this question a lot from people who aren't married. Um, I don't know why there is this preconceived notion that like being a wife or being married becomes the superpower or why people think that it's so much more different or so much more difficult than simply being in a relationship. I don't know. But I'm here to dispel some of those myths, but also just share some light on like the balance between being married and still maintaining the integrity of like who you are as a person. But oftentimes people always ask me like, how do I balance all these different things at one time? Um, Especially because I do a lot of things personally that could, I guess, interfere with my married life if I let it. So of course I work full time. I'm a wife full time. I have a podcast that you're currently listening to. I have a YouTube channel and I'm a content creator. So I'm constantly creating content. So where's the balance between all of that? Even for like a single person that's not a wife, that's still a lot of things to do. Um, And the easiest answer that I most often always give people is that I just make it work. But that's like an easy answer. But to be honest with you, it's actually not that easy at all. Um, There are a lot of things that I need to prioritize for the sake of my full-time job, for content creation, and then most importantly for myself, like just to exist and to be. And sometimes, you know, things may fall below the wayside in either of those categories just because like time isn't on my side or there are too many things going on or, you know, shifting priorities, I have to be flexible or something comes up, whatever it is. The true reality of all this is like, you just have to have some order in your plan. And that's my level of a solution. I try to always have some order in my plan. I'm a planner by nature. So a list is normally how I maintain my sanity in general. I have a list for almost everything that I do. And I do mean everything. Like literally, I plan out content ideas most often um, either a week and a half or a week before. For YouTube, I constantly write ideas whenever they come to my mind. And I do the same thing for podcasts. In the same fashion, I kind of plan like dinner. I plan cleaning. I plan organizing. I plan things. I'm a planner. That's just how things work for me. And that's how I am able to find balance and make it work. But first things first, you have to prioritize you over everything. 
And I think that is something that oftentimes as people begin to add titles to their existence, they um, struggle with, you know, I'm not a parent currently, but I have heard a lot of mothers say that they've lost themselves or they have lost the ability to prioritize themselves once they have that precious little baby. I have like actually heard some wives say they are beginning to lose themselves in the marriage because of the priorities, because of the expectations, because of the um, way that it looks or because society says they should do these things. You know, all of these different factors contribute to that kind of pressure to sometimes minimize yourself. Also, you know, from a biblical perspective, there are a lot of people that take it literally where, you know, you're supposed to submit to your wives. Um, I mean, wives submit to the husbands almost to the point where, you know, they kind of become a shadow. And I, I don't subscribe to that idea. I'm a Christian, but I don't subscribe to being a shadow baby. We a team, so let's let's move around with that. Um, but, you know, I think that you really have to understand that you will not be able to be of quality service to the other people in your world that you deem important if you fail to take care of yourself. Simply ask yourself, like, what are the necessities? What are the things that I need? What are the things that I must take care of? And then beyond that, when it comes to taking care of myself, like, what do I need to do? And then what are the things that I'm flexible with? What are the priorities just for sanity purposes? And to be honest with you, you know, as I write these podcast episodes, I most often always am in a place where I'm like trying to evaluate my own life to a certain degree. And so I identified what are those things that are a necessity for me? Exercise is definitely one of them. Shopping is definitely one of them. Um, Fun with my friends separate from my husband is definitely one of them. Meal planning. Now, not necessarily cooking all of the meals at one time. I did do that at a certain point, but now I don't do that because I work from home. But just kind of having a plan, knowing what's in the freezer, knowing what's in the pantry, and just being able to move from that. A relaxing bath. So I'm going to give y'all a little tidbit information. So I have this thing called a protect my peace bath. So I cut the lights off. I light a candle. I turn on like some spa music or like some rain music. Um, I make sure to add some Epsom salt to some very hot water. Um, Most often I already have like a mask that's supposed to sit for like 10 to 15 minutes on my face. I make sure that I have like some exfoliating body scrub. Um, And I also make sure sometimes I have like a few like conditioning oils for my skin. And sometimes I put some in the water and, um, there are other times that I'm not listening to the spa music. And so then I decide, okay, we're going to watch Netflix in here. I lock the door. Um, I cut the fan on, I actually close the bedroom door. I do all of that because it's a moment of solitude for me. And it is something that I value. And you know, my husband is pretty clear on the fact that like, she up there doing her thing. Don't interrupt her. Like he literally won't come in there unless, you know, um, the house is on fire or something like that. Another thing that I do is read. Reading has really become one of those things where I'm just able to like escape my world and just dive into like the storyline that has, 
captured my thoughts and just allowed me to kind of like use my imagination. And it, it also gives me, um, the ability to, um, dream, you know, um, in certain instances, like what, what ifs, like, what if this happened to me or what if I was this kind of person? And I just explore those kinds of things mentally. Another thing that's great for me is TV. I got my shows. I got to watch some ghetto TV or maybe Netflix, um, or Amazon prime movies, or YouTube, or listening to music. But the biggest thing for me is allowing the flexibility to do whatever, whenever, however, and not allow myself to be overwhelmed by any of that. It's important that you give yourself grace when it comes to really allowing um, the ability to still be yourself because you can get caught up in all these expectations and that gets hard. And, and it's almost like you eliminate your ability to be a human and have feelings and fall short and stumble. And that's like completely inappropriate if you're trying to understand like this marriage versus myself feud. Now, once you've taken care of yourself and you know, you are now in a great place to take care of everything else that you need to. And as it relates to being a wife, here's my approach on marriage. And coming up on four years of marriage, I think that I have kind of figured it out. And, you know, we've been together way longer than four years. But just in the sense of being a wife, what are the things that have worked for me? Like, please, and, and let me also add this. Please note, I'm not an expert. Um, I just do what works for me and my man, okay? So if you want to come... To this podcast episode, trying me, trying to tell me what I need to do, sis, bro, stay in your lane. I'm the wrong one. Okay, great. Now that we have that out the way, I understand my husband's love language and I try to give love that way, um, in a reasonable amount. Um, beyond that, like I'm also very intentional about the time I spend with him because that's a love language of mine. To take it a little bit further, like I understand my role as it relates to supporting my family, as in he and I. And I think that is essential. When you understand what your role is, what the responsibilities are, you're able to dive into it. You're able to fit it into um, the outlook of your day. You're able to be flexible with where you can add things here or there, you know, once you begin to really understand like what is your role and what is your partner's role as it relates to your family, it makes it so much easier for you all to just maneuver the day-to-day things. I am the person that keeps this machine moving from day to day because I work from home. So there are a lot of things that I can do and make happen while I'm here. However, I am very clear about the fact that like I can ask for help when I need it. And that was a struggle for me, y'all, because I'm an independent, strong black woman, baby. I am the strong friend. I don't need no help. Anything you can do, I can do it too. However, it was important for me to finally stop trying to take on a responsibility of attempting to be super wife because I think that's what I thought I was. Like, I'm not about to be asking you to do stuff. Like, I don't need, I don't need you to do simple things, but once one thing becomes five things that I need to do after I've worked all day. And this was like prior to this whole work from home environment. It just, it can become a lot. You can get overwhelmed. And thankfully for me, I think my husband was able to identify like, wait, why are you trying to do everything? Like I'm not here. And now I still struggle with it a little bit. Now I can tell y'all no lies. 
I am oftentimes like, you know, caught up in my own thing where I got to do this. I got to do that. I got to do this. I got to do that. And it's just because I'm just used to doing things when I want to do them. Um, and so one of the things that you will learn in being married, if you have a husband that cares, he will work to, um, balance out the things that are overwhelming you or take some of the stress off of your back. And sometimes stress, I'm using that word very loosely. I don't mean it by stress, but just things, tasks, responsibilities, just taking it off your back and making it a little bit easier. One of the most important things that I focus on is I try to make it fun. Um, because if, if this marriage wasn't fun, why would I be here? And then of course, you know, I look at it like most of what I do for him benefits me as well. And we're a team. So it no longer becomes so much a job, so much of a job once we are clear about, you know, we're all just doing our part and we're a part of a team and we're making this work together. Now, as it relates to content creation, that's something that I enjoy. So, um, while it can still feel like work sometimes now, I'm not going to lie, I have just found what works. At one point, I literally was creating content on a daily basis. That's aggravating, that's sickening. If you are a content creator and you literally create content every single day, that's sick. That That's why I got a regular job. I can't do that every day. However, I create content in batches because it makes me feel like I've been productive um, over a short period of time. So like, in a general sense, I might record uh, makeup and then some outfit looks and then maybe vlog something and then maybe do a try on haul. Like I try to make the most of my makeup (laughs) usage because sometimes I literally just put makeup on to record content. Um, or, you know, when I am doing things that I know can be used for content, then I'll record it. But I don't make every, breathing second of my life content specific because I don't think that's normal. Um, beyond that, you know, I also look at it like, um, in general, I literally would not be consistently establishing a podcast or a YouTube channel or social media presence unless it was fun. So even though I batch these things, I plan it out on the days that I care with content creation. If I'm not in the mood, I cannot create content because it's going to be trash. Like if I wasn't in the mood today, I wouldn't be recording this podcast. Like that's just what it is. And beyond that, what I'm learning in this process is that You literally have no idea how much impact you can have on someone. This is why I still continue to um, pursue a content creation presence or a content creator presence because I have been able to hear feedback from people that honestly, I might see them in a like every once in a while, but those are the people that are actually listening on a consistent basis. Those are the people that are actually engaged with some of that content. And you know, when it comes to podcasts and also when it comes to YouTube um, videos, you don't know who exactly is watching it. You have an idea of gender, where they're from, age, and that kind of demographic, but like the actual person, unless somebody mentions it, you can't pinpoint it. And so I enjoy the ability to have an impact. And so I think that's why I continue those things. However, you know, while it's an eye-opening experience to know that people are watching and appreciating the content I create, most importantly, it reinforces like the purpose or reasoning behind me even making the decision to do that, if that makes sense. So I said all of that to say this right here. 
you have to find a balance. It has to be purposeful and it has to be meaningful. Anything that you're doing, if you're going to take on, you know, several different things, then you need to make sure that it's meaningful to you. It's beneficial to you. You are getting something out to do. If you're not, then it's time to cut it off. So sorry. That's just it. But the larger question that I want to ask you, like, what's your method of balance? How, how are you going to find the balance in your life? Because maybe it's not marriage versus me. Maybe it's mommy versus me. Maybe it's work versus me. Maybe it's family versus me. Maybe it's, you know, health versus me. There are so many different things that you can be battling with losing yourself in. And so maybe you do need to be a list taker like me or maybe a planner and planning out everything is better. Or maybe sticking to a certain schedule or a certain routine. Or maybe, you know, you might just be one of those people that just, lets it all flow through the day. Like at the end of the day, I, I want this particular episode to be one where you take a moment to really start asking yourselves like, what roles do I fulfill in a day? And not just one role, but how many roles am I fulfilling in one day? And then how do I prioritize the balance of fulfilling all of those roles and meeting the needs of the people on the receiving end of that responsibility? And then let's take it further than that. But what matters most? Although I'm fulfilling all these roles, are all of these roles really necessary for me to jump into? Because I, I think that, you know, this discussion kind of piqued my interest just now to think about sometimes we take on certain roles that, um, we don't really need to, you know, we are supporting people that really don't need it, or we're overexerting ourselves in ways that we don't need to. And so then like, how are you able to tackle all of that and maintain your sanity? If any of these roles jeopardize your sanity, cut it off. Unless it's one of those non-negotiables, then now if you're struggling at any point, you know, you got to take a second, breathe and decide like what must be done and then start to identify those things that are flexible, those things that can wait, those things that can be reprioritized on a different day. Like do not overwhelm yourself trying to be all these things for everybody else and sacrificing yourself in the process. And beyond that, the biggest nugget of information or nugget of hope that I could give you is to literally ask for assistance, ask for help and ask for support wherever you can, because you'll be surprised how willing people are to just jump in and help you jump in and support you jump in and be there for you. If you just give them the opportunity and truth be told, I'm telling myself that too, because there are parts of my life that I don't always get that right. So Y'all, if y'all don't get nothing else from this episode, just please, one, make sure to prioritize yourself. Two, make sure that you are actively engaged in things that make you feel fulfilled. And three, make sure you find a balance in all of it. Thank y'all so much for tuning into this episode. Of course, as always, please make sure to like, share, comment, and subscribe. And most importantly, make sure you return for the next episode. Thank you so much. Bye, y'all.